How y'all doing, everybody? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's Friday, April 22nd, 2022 AD. It's 9.01 AM US Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Gonna have a fun loosey-goosey Friday show. How about that, everybody? I have some appearances to tell you about, possibly, you know, possible appearances. Believe it when I see it, right? (laughs) I know how you feel. I'm finally going to talk to Hunter Avalone about the systemic racism, something that's, we've been talking about it since the beginning of the year. Well, after the first week of the year, anyway. And uh, I may appear briefly on the Kill stream, Ethan Ralph's stream, ahead of the Nick Fuentes, Mr. Medicare debate. And I'm going to talk today about evil human beings. You know, the, the women who love killing the babies in the womb for their own selfishness? So evil. And the gay agenda in schools. Even right here, over right in there in uh, Glendale. Glendale, California. Not to be confused with uh, Arizona. And Detroit pushing the CRT, you know, the fake notion of racism on the children it's disgusting and some other things to talk about you can call in i may touch on the federal land grabs and joe biden having the gall to call people who are against disney targeting the kids and trying to change the the florida laws and who are uh trying to go after get disney in retaliation for that rather than propping them up uh, he's calling them far-right. Give me a break. The far-right's taken over the Republican Party. I wish. Give me a break. So lame. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! talking about the attack, the ongoing attack on the children as we've been doing it a lot. And shout out to Odyssey, YouTube, Facebook, DLive, and all the other platforms. Nice to see you. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. How are you guys doing? I am fine. Hey, I just breathed through my nose. You, are you proud of me, Lin Yen Chin? Lin Yen Chin gave us quick, gave a super chat and stated for you guys, hit the like. Yes, hit the like. I never tell you guys to hit the like. To help Lord Goodhair's follicles glisten in contest against the sparkles of nightstand Nick and the luminous whiteness Rays beaming out of skateboard white Chris and his galaxy brain giant robot factory. Well, thank you, Lin Yen Shen. Appreciate that. Thank you for the support, as always. And shout out, by the way, to all the people. I have like a dozen people supporting me over there on the s- Subscribestar. Nice. I have been putting out some exclusive content over there. Subscribestar.com slash The Hake Report. We'll see how long it lasts. 
I don't hear about, about too many people being banned from there. So it should be f- a little bit more free speech friendly as opposed to Patreon. So we'll see what happens. But uh, by the way, I am wearing my Knowledge is Poison t-shirt. It's been a little while since I wore it, so uh, I decided, hey, let me wear this. Knowledge is Poison. That's available on the Hake Report Teespring store. Teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report. We'll redirect to the, it's now creator hyphen spring. I don't know why they changed it, but whatever. TheHakeReport.com, and you can find appearances and a Teespring link or whatever you want to call it and other things. My, the Hake News, uh, the way to support via Subscribestar. Thank you guys for supporting. Very nice. And I will read more of your Super Chats. Just wanted to get that one out there from Lin Yun Chin. Um, yeah, knowledge is poison. It's, it's, it's true. As the Bible says, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And people don't have that. People get all, people get so much knowledge and it doesn't make sense what they start to believe based on that knowledge. No wisdom. No love either. Big day today, by the way. We have Hake right now, obviously. And then we have the fallen state with that African preacher guy, pastor guy from Uganda. Uganda first. (laughs) And then we have uh, Nick's dream at 4 p.m. Nick's dream. Not Nick's dream, Nick Stream, all one word though, N-I-C-K, stream, at 4 p.m. Pacific. And I didn't think of it, but I'm going to appear on Modern Day Debate at 4 p.m. Pacific. But catch Nick's stream, and maybe he will uh, take a peek at my little debate. (laughs) I'm finally going to debate what's... Oh, I'll tell you about that. And then before that, I may go on the kill stream. So that's cool. And then, of course, church on Sunday. They're always excellent. And by the way, I heard that the men's fo- women's forum was excellent yesterday. They usually are, right? Men's forums are cool. So right on. Check out this stuff over at Bond. Very cool. Uh, but yes, I'm finally, can you believe it? I'm finally going to be debating Hunter Avalone. That guy's been ducking me. <laughs> and I don't know if he's been ducking me, but he's, he took a, like, what he called, like, a mental health break or something like that. Hunter Avalone, who was once a conservative, but a couple of years ago he turned liberal and couldn't be happier with his decision. So I'm going to appear on Modern Day Debate, and he's coming through after all. January 8th, I think it was, a Saturday, Modern Day Debate's James Kuntz contacted me way back beginning of the year and said, hey, would you like to, same day, would you like to appear on, a, on, the, sh- on the debate platform, debate Hunter Avalon versus about is systemic racism real or systematic racism real? I'm like, sure. And so I showered up, headed on over here. Ah, he couldn't make it. <laughs> then we rescheduled it once, rescheduled it again, and uh, then he canceled because, you know, he's taking a break from everything. In the meantime, I debated his wife about, is there a war on men? Carissa Avalone? Nice young lady. 
And then, uh, now Hunter's back. So that'll be cool. So you can catch, there's audio podcast on Modern Day Debate, audio podcast, if you want to catch it afterwards. I do appreciate you guys joining in when you can. Thank you very much. Some of you guys are multitaskers, so you can catch both Nick Stream and Hake. I don't know how you guys do that. They say, they say women are better multitaskers than men. <laughs> and so that's interesting. But earlier, at around 1 Pacific, my time, 4 Eastern, I'm scheduled briefly to join Ethan Ralph's Cozy stream. He's on Cozy and Odyssey, I think. Ethan Ralph. The Kill Stream, along with many other guests throughout the day. All day mega stream. Ahead of Nick Fuentes versus Mr. Medicare, whoever that is, debate. Which, that's going to be not on the Kill Stream, but that's going to be on Michael Alberto's Cozy channel. But I've been on the Kill Stream before. Did you know that? I, it's not listed on the Hake Report. Well, it is now. It's listed on my most recent blog post on the Hake Report under Appearances. All day mega kill stream filled with guests. 11, to, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. That's a long stream, Ethan. He's a machine. I guess that uh, Nick Fuentes and Mr. Medica are, are going to debate something like, I think, what I gather, I'm not sure. Uh, should you be, should people who are deplatformed, meaning kicked off of YouTube and all these other platforms, DLive and all that, should they flag people who are haters, slandering them on these major platforms? Because I think Nick, is, Nick Fuentes is doing that. He's, he's the guy who, behind AFPAC, which we attended. Jesse Lee Peterson spoke there at AFPAC 3, America First Political Action Conference. And he is all, he's also the CEO of Cozy.tv. Which, one day, I aspire to apply to and join which would be cool. Um, but yeah, I've been on the kill stream before. In 2019, I went. Shout out to Dylon making it happen. JLP did it on, in 2019 as well. He went on the kill stream along with Dick Masterson. There are recordings of JLP's appearances. I couldn't find the ones of mine. Oh, I did find one of them, maybe. Because I went with Jesse in 2020. But I have those all listed on the Hake Report. Dylon, my de facto producer, made those things happen. Some of those things happen. Very cool. All right. Anyway, let me tell you about this uh, abortion mess going on right now. It's disgusting. And you guys can call in. 888-775-3773. But I got this tip via Twitter DM. Uh, DC Drano shared this video, and this video is actually originally from Savannah Hernandez, 1N Savannah Hernandez. She was with, I think she was with Infowars, and then she was with, uh, that guy, uh, Slightly Offensive maybe, I don't know. She's interviewed Jesse before, when she filled in for Owen Schroyer, if I'm, if I'm thinking the same person. But anyway, this video's, the headline says, forget them kids! Except doesn't say forget, it says the F word. But I bleeped it out. Cover your eyes, kids. It has the F word with an asterisk. <laughs> Pro-abortion women describing literal murder, writes DC Drano. 
Sometimes I forget how brainwashed people are by radical leftist propaganda. So this is a street interview by Savannah Hernandez, clip 12, from women sharing that they would get multiple abortions to men saying we should be able to kill babies, women should be able to kill babies up to 10 months after birth. One man's male said that. <laughs> and uh, so Savannah says, here are some of the craziest responses to California's proposed so-called infanticide bill, which I fact-checked yesterday with Twitter's fact-check, you know, far-left Reuters, PolitiFact, and some other outlet said, this is, well, actually, this is not infanticide. It's just saying that they won't, if the baby happens to die, they won't prosecute the women. Or if the women get an abortion, you can't prosecute the women. I don't know what the specifics are, but it is interesting what these ladies and female-minded males' reactions are. Presumably these, this was taped in, or recorded in California. Listen to this mess. Basically, like, if they have their baby, they can neglect them for seven days, and if the baby dies, then they can't be held criminally liable. What do you think? Yeah. I think whatever, like, helps women and helps them achieve their, like, dreams and however that needs to, like, happen is definitely acts to help that is helping all of us, so. So I prefer that most women make the decisions at eight weeks, mm -hmm. but, if, but I'm also in support of ten months out of the womb. So you think babies should be aborted ten months after they're born? If, if the mother wants to, yes. I think them kids so if like you want to get a late-term abortion like that's up to you you know I've had an abortion too and it's it's it was my choice and I'm happy I had that choice I've had an abortion myself would you guys get an abortion again yes 100 100 yeah. times I'd do it multiple times until I feel that I'm ready to parent um, that's a choice I'll continue to make what a psycho huh a couple of psychos a black and a purported white Nasty, huh? Terrible. Their dreams? Yeah. And I don't know if, <clears throat> I don't know if this uh, bill allows for neglect. Neglecting a child to death. That's what Savannah said. And that's what it sounded like based on the language of the bill, but maybe it's not really the case. Kind of like, but who knows? Honestly, they're talking about killing babies anyway. They want to protect killing babies inside the womb. Hello? <clears throat> well, that's not a baby, that's a fetus. Dumb. Uh, it's still a baby. I don't believe anybody slept with that will wildebeest, <laughs> says Lord H, Lord H. Sizzle. Yeah, their hopes and dreams and their, yes, let's, let's get women to have ambition. An ambitious woman. Very attractive, right? Wrong. That's sick. It's pretty disgusting. Um, you know how Tony from California, he called in saying, Oh, over in Tennessee, those white Republican men want to, want to marry 12-year-olds, 10-year-olds, or whatever he said. Because they said, oh, a marriage is only between a man and a woman. But they didn't specify the age. It was like, oh, they usually a man and a woman means 18, up, 18 and up. Or... Never mind, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say 13 and up because, what is it, the 12-year-olds 
in the, among the, the Jews, right? Once you're 12, you're a man. Something like that. But anyway, what a mess, huh? And so that's like a, that's like a caricature of what the people who wrote the bill had in mind, right? It's a, it's a false, it's a false uh, interpretation. Maybe that's going on with this abortion bill, but they're still talking about killing the babies because that's what abortion is. And they did mention perinatal, perinatal. Incidentally, if they die, let them die. I don't know. These people are pretty malicious and vicious. And you, you heard that male say, oh, 10, up to 10 months later. Horrific stuff. I think in China, is it true that in China, because they had that one child policy, they dehumanize the babies, right? They had that one child policy for years, and they t- turned it to two, and now I think it's three, because they're not making enough. I think that they were drowning the girls, because it was not desirable to have girls. If you can only have one, you want to have a boy. Phew. Psycho. Okay, so, um, yesterday, if you're not aware, a federal judge, not a based... Trump female judge, I bet, halted, temporarily halted, Kentucky's restrictive new abortion law. Louisville-based district judge, a woman, Rebecca Grady Jennings. What? It is a Trump appointee? Oh. I just eat, I just had to eat my words. Glad I looked this up and didn't stick with that false conjecture. Whew. Sided with Planned Parenthood's Rebecca Grady Jennings. This woman. U.S. District Judge of the District Court for the Western District of Kentucky. 44-year-old woman. Born in 1978, 43 or 44. Married to this Patrick Jennings guy. Appointed by Trump in 2017. And uh, replaced a male judge. And now she, uh, she sided with Planned Parenthood's request to block Kentucky officials from enforcing the sweeping new law in Kentucky, which provides, providers say essentially eliminates all abortion services in the state. Nice. Took effect after the legislature, GOP-held legislature, Overrode a veto from the Democrat governor. What is that? Bashir? What's that guy's name? Bashir. Andy Bashir, Democrat. It, bo- it banned most abortions after 15 weeks, and other requirements in this bill prevented the state's two abortion, two abortion clinics in the state of Kentucky from performing the baby-killing procedure. So they're going to resume, they plan to resume this week. An official with Planned Parenthood called it a win. I mentioned this in Hague News at the end of hour two. But they're going to keep fighting for, listen to this, patients' right to basic health. Yeah, okay, baby killers. Baby, Andy Bashir, Andrew Graham Bashir, Bashir, B-E-S-H-E-A-R. What's wrong with these people? He was Attorney General of Kentucky. Kentucky's really hit and miss, isn't it? The beautiful South has been subverted 
almost as bad as the rest of the country. <sighs> Shout out to the beautiful South. I have my beautiful Southern flag. It is a patch. It's not, it's not a sticker. Some people think it's a sticker. It's a patch. Wow. Crazy. HB3 created dozens of new requirements for abortion providers, regulations on medical abortion, additional parental patient reporting requirements, provisions dealing with the cremation or in, in, wow, internment of fetal remains. So that expires in two weeks. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Planned Parenthood. Can we deport Planned Parenthood? Chris M. is spitting. says, be right back. I'm spitting. (laughs) Man. Anyway. What a mess, huh? What a mess. Roe v. Wade is getting re-looked at, I hear, in the Supreme Court. I talked about that that, uh, lawyer out of, what was that, Tennessee, maybe? Who said that he was fighting against Roe v. Wade and it was a male who was working underneath a female attorney general, female state attorney general, who, who let the man take the helm and uh, argue in court. Nice. I love it. So with, by July, there will be a decision, supposedly, in the Supreme, so-called Supreme Court. It's not conservative-dominated. On the fate of Roe v. Wade, within three months, we shall see. Crazy stuff going on in the world. Kentucky is a commonwealth. Terrible. Of course a baby will die if you neglect it after seven days post-birth. What a mess. Anyway, I appreciate uh, you guys joining here. I will be reading your super chats. In fact, let me read a few right now. Uh, Over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. John WX25 states, Tear him up, Hake! Talk to the blacks and trash the evil white lib devils. <laughs> Thank you, John WX25. Your girlfriend says the colored lady, I guess referring to, I assume, I surmise, referring to this clip from Savannah Hernandez, one N in Savannah. The colored lady may have had an abortion, but judging by her bovine figure, it looks like she already had one. had one kid not sure thank you your girlfriend many times mothers already have children when they get an abortion think about what they turn around and do to their children after they get that abortion killing their uh, killing their um, conscience like that I, I surmise surmise is that the right word I speculate that the that the cruelty that you see in the black community was and across in in the world in general in America in general is exacerbated by these women who are just killing their babies and the males who are simping for them killing their babies think about how that kills sears your conscience and just adds to the cruelty and then they're raising boys, and those boys become criminals, and they do things that are quite cruel. Oh, they aren't my kin. 
Just kicking people in the face and all that stuff. Vicious. Vicious people. But they want to feel sorry for the women. Give me a break. Lord Bibby42 with another super chat. Good luck on the debate tonight, Hake. Hunter only uses surface-level arguments and hollow statements to his advantage. Call him out. Don't pity his idiocy. Send him back to another mental health break. <laughs> he gonna learn today. Well, thank you, Lord Bibby42. I appreciate it. Commander Kim says, We've already deported, really exported, Planned Parenthood. U.S. is the biggest funder of foreign abortions. Wow. We will even withhold aid to third world countries if they won't accept our free abortions. Wow. Is that true? I wouldn't doubt it, especially under people like Obama, Clinton, and sleepy Joe Biden. Some bills in several states restricting abortions. Has any state gotten rid of Planned Parenthood subsidies? Asks taking care of business. They're still receiving funding and are allowed to operate in those same states. It's like trying to mop up the water on a patio while it's still raining. Yeah. Commander Kim says, It is true, hey, child abuse skyrocketed after abortion became legal. It put a dollar amount on the child's head. Yeah, you know, that reminds me of that article that I read about the, like, collateral damage and the unforeseen consequences, side effects of Roe v. Wade. It expanded out of wedlock pregnancies. It expanded it. Because, think about it, a woman, Dr. John R. Lott Jr. wrote this article, and I covered it before. A woman who now has the option of an abortion is all the more likely to be pressured by peer pressure, and it's acceptable to be having the sex out of wedlock. The man knows, the male knows it, not man. The uh, women know it, and they will do it more. It expanded all kinds of things. Vicious. Viciousness. I was talking to one friend of mine uh, yesterday, talking about how after Obamacare, you know, the so-called Affordable Care Act subsidizing so-called health care, really health insurance, so-called health insurance, Premiums are up like 30-40%. I wonder if it's thanks to that. Subsidizing things makes, it, makes those things more expensive. Subsidizing housing makes housing more expensive. Subsidizing schools makes schools more expensive. Subsidizing, uh, uh, what is that stuff, medicine and prescription drugs makes those prescription drugs more expensive. And all that uh, regulation that they do, over-regulation. In some cases, under regulation, perhaps in part. And people use the argument taking care of businesses. Do you really want women going, going back, doing back alley abortions and risking dying? I say yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're that evil that they have to do that. That's their choice. Thought you were pro-choice. <laughs> Your girlfriend with the super chat says, uh, Hunter is a very snarky and bitter person. Bitter person. Be aware of that. Once you finish the debate, you're going to question whether he's the husband or the wife in his marriage. <laughs> Ouch. Thank you, Your girlfriend. 
John WX25 says, isn't it ironic that the devils that push killing babies, their mother didn't abort, their mother didn't abort them. Too bad, says John WX25. Wow, I disavow. <laughs> Crazy stuff. It's sick people. Women are such suckers. I just got a glimpse of some of my news report on, uh, on uh, the, what is that stuff? Climate hysteria? Climate hype? So lame. <laughs> uh, okay, let me play another clip or two, guys. We have in schools the gay agenda, and it's a fact, and we all know it. I've protested in the city of Glendale before. I've boy- I'm boycotting Glendale as of, what, 2013 or whenever it was? 2012? JLP protested over there because they got rid of the, Glen- the Glendale gun show. And instead, now in 2020, I think they had their first so-called gay pride parade. So replacing upstanding citizens who have guns and protect the country, you know, help protect the country, with people who are making, who are degenerating the country. And now put, they're pushing it in schools. Glendale, California, home to a lot of Armenians who are purportedly Christians. And I have one clip of one Armenian, Armenian lady who is speaking out against this LGBTIQ agenda in schools. Let me play this clip 11A. This is from inside the class underscore on Twitter. Inside of the class. Emails obtained by uh, parents in Glendale Unified School District show district employees coaching a third grade teacher, eight-year-olds, third grade teacher of eight-year-olds, on how to stay under the radar when teaching about so-called sexuality to her students. Female teachers, not a good idea. It's about two minutes and 20 seconds long. I know that it's kind of, I understand if you have trouble listening and following because it's a woman talking with her high-pitched voice and it's kind of grating on the ears, but she is reading good information. And reading is tough to listen to anyway because reading is, doesn't have as much life to it. But listen closely as much as you can because she's putting out pretty interesting information. Apparently there was a FOIA request, Freedom of Information, Freedom, Freedom of Information Act. I don't know if it's FOIA anymore because FOIA is for the federal government. So, but anyway, there's like a sunshine request on the emails of school employees regarding what they're pushing on the kids. So listen to this clip 11A. About and it's apparently in a school board meeting or something because it's this woman who's speaking at a podium, apparently with people sitting in in the back, in a class, not a class, in a, uh, I guess a school board meeting type of a situation. So listen to this woman, two and a half, two and a half minutes long or less. Bear with me. Dear board members and Superintendent Ikchin, as you're aware, I'm sure a packet of district emails was released to a GUSD parent on the basis of a public records request for all communications matching certain keywords such as CRT, LGBTQ, or queer, for example. What was discovered in this initial release was appalling and needs to be addressed ASAP by all levels of district leadership. For those of you who haven't seen these documents circulating on social media, I'll recap for you. 
on an email dated June 7, 2021, from Mrs. Tammy Tiber, a third grade teacher at Jefferson Elementary, to Sally Miles and Craig Lewis from the district's teaching and learning department, Mrs. Tiber says, Good morning, Sally and Craig. As you know, I teach third grade. Today I talked to my class about LGBTQ Pride Month and played two short videos from YouTube that were geared toward kids. A parent who heard the lesson and discussion made her daughter leave the Zoom and texted me asking when I was done discussing sexual orientation so that she can let her kids back onto Zoom. I was planning on doing more lessons tomorrow and Wednesday, but now I'm afraid to. Here are the videos and lessons I was going to do with my class. Of the YouTube video link she listed, here's an excerpt from one that she played for her eight-year-old students where an MTV host asks children questions about being gay and transgender. She says, Jodie Foster is a woman, and she made me question my own sexuality when I was a child because I liked her so much. And she was nude in the film Nell, and sarcastically says, not that I remember watching it several times as a child, with a wink. During remote learning last year, a parent heard what was being shown and taught to her eight-year-old child on Zoom, immediately turned off the computer and contacted the teacher, which resulted in the worried email Ms. Tiber sent to district personnel. Exactly 21 minutes later, after sending the email, Mrs. Tiber received a response from Mr. Craig Lewis, part of district staff, that said, do not be concerned or afraid. Your principal should support you, as I know that our district, include, including Vivian, does, end quote. This district staffer goes even further and gives more media recommendations to the teacher, but says to steer clear of content that says sexual or coming out, since it may raise red flags. In other words, coaching this teacher on proven methods to push her agenda, but to stay under the radar. Immediately after the release of this email chain, the parents at Jefferson Elementary who have, have or have had Ms. Tiber as their child's teacher reached out to the principal and demanded answers. Why is gender and sexuality issues being taught to eight-year-olds to begin with? With the tremendous loss of learning our children experienced the past two years. Crazy, huh? So thank God, I guess, because the parents are so dumb they're still sending their kids to public schools or selfish or whatever you want to call it. Or ignorant. Don't know any better. Thank God for the shutdowns, am I right? The China virus shutdowns that kept the kids at home so finally the parent actually pays attention to what's being said. Uh, you know, because a student is staying at home now, an eight-year-old kid staying at home, sitting on the computer or, or whatever, and having a Zoom meeting on the computer, and, over, and the mother overhears... I guess YouTube videos of MTV hosts? I don't know if she covered the MTV host. Talking about watching Jodie Foster, who's an actress. Old actress. Now she's, she's not morally straight, I don't think. Is she normal white? She doesn't act like one. Doesn't act like a very Christian. But naked, Jodie Foster naked on film. Avoid... This, this Craig Lewis guy who's supposedly a district worker says, avoid content that says sexual or coming out because that may raise red flags. Teach this mess to the kids, but avoid the parents. Avoid getting caught by the parents. So here's another clip, clip B. Apparently after this woman talked... There's this other apparently Christian woman. I believe this woman is Armenian based on her name and her look. And it's in Glendale. Come on. <laughs> uh, this Christian woman says this teacher was teaching LGBTQ topics in her class three days a week. And she makes an interesting point. These kids, these us children, not kids. Kids are baby goats, right? These children lost a lot of like learning and stuff like that. Because of the shutdowns, they weren't learning as well. But they're still pushing this 
sexual agenda on them. Listen to this uh, Christian woman talk. It's about two minutes and 15 seconds long. Bear with me again, I know. This woman's voice is even, maybe even more annoying than the other, than this first woman who was not that annoying. But she was reading, so it's kind of hard to pay attention. But listen closely, and uh, here it is. Good evening. My name's Anita Karpakin, and I'm here to bring awareness to the emails that had surfaced earlier this month. The one I find most disturbing of all is of a third grade teacher trying to talk about sex with eight-year-old students. These are eight-year-old children that she's trying to hold a sexual orientation class with. A parent shared their concern and their um, objection to it and pulled their kid out. And instead of this teacher being concerned of what she did wrong, she goes to a district employee and asks for ways of how she can continue to teach sexual orientation to her third grade class. Crazy. You guys want us to believe that this isn't a propaganda? that no agenda is being held. This wasn't just any sexuality class. This was specifically designed three days a week. She taught LGBTQ curriculum in her class. It raises the question, how many of those students are excelling in that classroom? Is everybody in that class getting A's in math, English, grammar, social studies? That we can dedicate three days a week to teach eight-year-olds about sexual orientation? I don't care what kind of sex is being discussed. The word sexuality, nudity, does not belong in the ears in a classroom of uh, eight-year-old kids. And when a parent showed their concern, what does this teacher do? Completely disregards and goes behind the parent's back trying to find ways of how to continue these lesson plans? Psycho. That's evil. The level of disrespect that has been shown to Christian conservative parents is becoming very obvious. The board is not listening to what we are saying. Because if you guys want to talk about including all, listening to all, every student matters, our kids matter too. And we don't want those subjects being taught to children who are just eight years old. And the topics get worse and worse and the subjects get uh, more detailed. And I'm sorry, are we doing Bible studies in classrooms? No, we're not, right? So why is this a certain agenda being pushed into the classrooms? We need men talking about this stuff, but she's right. What a mess, huh? Terrible. What a sick world. And it should be not even just for your own children. It should be just, you're supposed to be looking out for uh, the people around you. The children around you. And it's dumb, blind, brainwashed, young, so-called teachers in their, like, early, mid-twenties who are pushing this stuff on the kids. And the fake racism thing, I'll get to that. Psycho. I said psycho, I wasn't talking about the, this, uh, mother who was talking. Just so you know. You guys know I, (laughs) I talk about these women hard. I, I like for men to be standing up against this stuff. They have more authority, naturally. <sighs> Quick super chat from Jordanos. They keep having babies after babies off the taxpayer's expense. They don't care about the child's well-being. Getting government assistance is being lazy. Meanwhile, Massa is working me to death. 
But TGI Friday, that's thank God it's Friday. Or thank goodness it's Friday. Yeah. Where are the fathers in these meetings, asks Commander Kim. Yeah, I know. The heck. They're busy. Because they, uh, especially in California, they made it so that uh, the, the housing costs are like way off the charts. The rent is too dang high. And you're lucky if you can even buy anything. Or fortunate, let's say. It's not luck. And uh, so they have to be working. But yeah, they should be getting involved. They should make a way. The fathers should be the ones doing it. And then take, take them out of the school, but still raise hay. I, I kind of liked seeing Proud Boys guys showing up to these meetings. Nice. They're saying, oh no, Proud Boys are showing up to these meetings. Intimidation. Give me a break. That's all they ever do is intimidate us. They try to intimidate us. You know the, the lefties? The anti-children's, anti-child people? It's sick, man. Let me get to Emmanuel in Canada. Emmanuel, how are you doing? Thanks for holding. Oh, not too bad, man. Just taking a walk downtown. I, I, uh, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Sweet. So the other day, I, <laughs> I still can't forget that. I sound like I have a fat voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here walking, trying to lose weight. So thanks for uh, inspiring me. Anyway. Okay. So right I called into the... The JLC show the other day, and and then he was telling me to stay out of your thoughts, right? And I thought that I was doing good at that, but apparently, I'm not doing as good as I thought because I go to look at the segment of the show because somebody wanted to hear it. So I go looking for it, and I can't find it anywhere, right? And then I start getting these thoughts like, oh, they cut you out of the show. You must be so annoying that they just don't even want you on the show. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's insane. I know, and then I, and I was aware that it was just a stupid thought in my head, but it was still happening, right? But that that awareness is is better than actually buying into it. But I almost bought into it. I was like, oh, you've been calling in, and they're so annoyed by your nonsense that they cut you right out of the show. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Anyways, that's just a prime example of how your thoughts can. You know, the devil uses your thoughts against you to try to convince you of things that aren't true. Yeah, that's so true. I remember um, different times that I've dated, and a woman will just take something that you said and just make up something from it, totally misinterpret it, and then just be mad at you, just out of of her own imagination, thinking that something is real. That literally just happened to me with that lady friend of mine that I was seeing. <laughs> How embarrassing. I sent her a nice, a nice kind letter saying I understand or whatever, and then she goes, you violated my boundaries, like, yeah, or something, and I'm just like, what? Well, you can't play Maybe. nice with them. No, it's, you can't. It's, you just it's, have honestly, to, like, it's honestly like our fault for uh, being yeah. nice and weak. Yeah. Our being guys is fault. Fair enough. Yeah. Pick up the pace, fat body, says Point Fire. <laughs> 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 hey man, be nice, man. No, I'm <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So this is crazy. That, that, that this woman that I'm with this woman about, like, not talking about, like, these teachers are just losing it. Like, they sound like they're declaring some sort of national emergency because they won't, people won't accept their pronouns. It's like, are you serious? Like, this is so pathetic and 
stupid, but they're just like, oh, I'm so offended that you won't call me my pronouns. Like, yeah, wild, wild times. Yeah, people are so the narcissism. Narcissism is that the word for being all into yourself, thinking yeah, or having this so. selfish, carried away selfish. with the ego. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. So another thing that's going on right now in this town is. I had, uh, I don't know if I brought it up before, but there's a local that I used to be on good terms with, or at least we had, like, respect for one another. And then he saw a screenshot of something I said to a non-binary individual about how he, needed, he should turn to Christ and and uh, get out of his situation because it's confusing him and it's confusing other people. Uh-huh. And so he, he sent this screenshot to, like, a bunch of people in my town and wow. now everybody's running. Everybody's running around uh, calling me a misogynistic uh, homophobe. I hate women. Cool. Like just making making up all this stuff, trying to defy or defame my character, or whatever defamation of character I guess you call it. Yeah. But years ago, I would have been like destroyed by that, right? But now that I see the light, it's it's actually highly entertaining. Yeah. Make sure you make sure you just. Keep your keep your eyes on yourself. Watch yourself how you react to 100%. things, yeah. and uh, then you'll when they if anybody confronts you about about any of this stuff, you'll handle you'll handle your, yourself well, and yeah. maybe other people can see that good example. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? into farming and gardening, Hake, and there's this local farmer around here that I was help I was willing to help him out, and and I wanted to help him on the farm, but. He's bought into these lies about me, and so the other day he, I posted some pictures of some crosses in front of a church, right uh-huh. after Easter, and he replied to my post of these crosses with a death metal song that was called "God Hates Us All," <laughs> and I was and I was like, yeah, if, if you're if your God is Satan, that's for sure. And then he starts going off on me, and it just turned into this ridiculous thing. I should have blocked him, but I thought it was entertaining, and I wanted to see how far he would take it. Oh man. So it got to the point where he said he's going to the cops, and he insulted me and 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 then just like trolled me. And then at the end of the conversation, he said, "You know, man, I'm really concerned for you. You're going through a mental health crisis. I uh, I really feel bad for you. I'm so sorry. I can't help you." And then he said, "There's a lot of people in this town that uh, are very concerned for your potential to cause carnage." And uh, potentially kill people, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> that's evil, man. It's pure evil, man. Don't play and with it, these people. No, no, I'm staying away. No, but you away. were playing with it because you, you were talking about was, seeing how far he, how far he would go. You're right, you're you right. shouldn't be I'm wrong. For doing I don't that, think that you yeah. should be posting this stuff on social media or interacting with these people online. Well, if I they're from your posting. town, interact with them in person if you run into them, but not well, online. The funny part, hey, is that when after he. Uh, trolled my post that, that I was just posting because I believe in Christ and I was just sharing some nice pictures. I said, why don't you talk, come and talk to me in person like a civil adult? And he just refused. I tried to call his phone. He didn't answer. He said, I don't want to waste my time on you. I don't want to waste my voice on you. But meanwhile, he's blowing up my social media with text. It just makes no sense. He has no uh, no guts to face me, you know? But you, But I don't even think that it's wise to try to Talk to him in person. Who? Why do you need to talk to him in person? Who cares? I guess I'm still a little bit concerned about uh, the ruining of my character 
it's a small town, right? But I might just have to move out of here. I don't know. The more, but the more you do, the worse you make it for yourself. You, right. ch- you right. trying to chase him down and and I guess talk with him in person or, or this dark per- blind person when he yeah. has no interest. Just let the. Let it go. Let the let the opportunities to tell the truth come to you. You don't seek them out like that. No, you're right. Because you're right. everything that you're doing is making it worse for you. Where you're going to be driven out of your own town. Yeah. And it wasn't even necessary. No. You kind of remind me yeah. of you kind of remind me of me t- 10, 12 years ago cuz on <laughs> cuz I was on Facebook a lot and I was like alienated on all my friend a bunch of my friends. On Facebook, because yeah. I was so-called friends. Yeah, yeah, they're so-called friends, but you're not a friend to them either, you know, because exactly. you're you you yourself are blind and full of ego. You just have a glimpse of the truth, and so you want to share that glimpse of truth, but Oof. really you need to just keep on seeking within and growing. You're and right. Become mature. Hundred percent. Hake is on fire. <laughs> well, I appreciate your calls. They're interesting, <laughs> Emmanuel. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting life, an interesting world to live in, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I remember I made a joke one time, I th- I've told this before, because my friends, some, well, friends of friends and some direct friends were doing these mass texts, and I had a flip phone at the point, at one point, and two of them, you know, there's always those two guys who just mass text everybody, and they're just joking yeah. around, and it's obnoxious. And at that right. point, it was before, I didn't even have a smartphone, it was a flip phone. And so I'm all, stop, you, you guys better cut out the mask texts or there's going to be a mass shooting. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and my flip, my dumb flip phone sends it individually to each person in the, uh, in the thing rather than to the group. <laughs> wow. So, and then I just left it. I'm like, haha, that's funny. And uh, oh, then weeks later, I found out that people took it seriously. They went behind my back and told talked to other people. And so a bunch of my Asian friends, like, cut me off. Like, oh, Hake is going to be a mass shooter. <laughs> wow. And so uh, yeah. you can't even joke around with these people. Don't, don't play like that. I know. I, th- there's a couple people that I told about the situation. They're like, oh, you should just troll them back. I was like, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Nice. Well, I wish you well, Emmanuel. Check in again. Yeah. And, uh, okay, will do. Watch your back. Head on a swivel. Okay, is the Anchor Baby Show still going on, or did you stop? Yeah, he's, he's been going. Nick's stream every Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific. He's, he changed okay. the name of his channel from Anchor Baby's new show to Nick's stream, lowercase n. Nice. Nick's I'll stream. Put it on, I'll put it on when I'm at work tonight, chopping vegetables up. <laughs> right on. Cool. <laughs> All right, good luck, right. Emmanuel. Take care. Yeah, you too. Take care, bye. All right, bye. What a mess. Get it? Mass text, mass shooting. What a mess. Okay, uh, a couple of uh, chats over here that caught my eye. <laughs> he said... Uh, who said it? Was it Brandon M or taking care of business? Hold on. Searching Anchor Baby Show still gets uh, to Nick's channel. At least at the moment. For the moment. Oh, taking care of business said, This all started, meaning this school, school agenda propaganda. This all started 
when the schools banned dodgeball. Yeah, remember that? Dodgeball was like one of my favorite games at recess. And it wasn't that, it wasn't that inside the gym, gay Hollywood, not morally straight Hollywood dodgeball like the movie. No, I didn't watch that movie. I only saw the preview. And I wish I hadn't even seen that. But no, it was cool. But they got rid of it because they want to just overprotective mama mindset. Same reason that they shut down the schools, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise because finally parents woke up to the fact that they're making the children woke, which means asleep and spiritually dead. Brandon M. with this with a chat on Odyssey, regular chat, says parents should let their kids listen to the Hake report. The worst they'll hear is the word stupid <laughs> and back and bad takes from Bobby. <laughs> another uh, another uh, side comment jab at his fellow Texan Bobby from Texas, who calls into my show pretty frequently. Shout out to Bobby. Yeah, and that's not bad. Those aren't bad things to hear now and then. There is a time to say stupid. Maybe I say it too much and dumb and uh, other things like that. But yeah, I think the children should listen to the Hake Report, the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and uh, go out and play and work. Right? Right. Don't be going to these... Don't be going to these schools... They get more heads in the schools, meaning more illegals even, illegal children, means more money from them, from the state and from the federal government, I think. <laughs> so wrong. I have another clip to share with you on this school propaganda. This is clip 13. It's another one from inside the class, and I think they got it from a Twitter, the Twitter handle Courage Habit. Inside the class underscore on Twitter mockingly states CRT is not being taught in K-12 schools, kindergarten through 12th grade. Stop saying that it is. Oh, wait. This is Dr. Nikolai Vitti, who, according to inside the class underscore, is the superintendent of Detroit, Michigan, Detroit Public Schools, saying that CRT is deeply embedded in their curriculum. Minute and a half clip here, and you'll hear this Nikolai Vitti. I don't know what type of event this is. It's like a meeting or a, or a conference or something. And you can see, if you're watching the video, you'll be able to see like a projection on the, stream, on the screen. You can barely see anything. But listen to his voice talking about deep CRT being, you know, the critical race theory mess. And he's for it. And he's against the state, I guess the state of Michigan, outlawed CRT in schools? Listen to this. You have the uh, clip 13. Oh, cool. And restarting it uh, in January. Uh, critical race theory, uh, unfortunately, has passed the House uh, in order to be uh, banned uh, from use in schools. Uh, and if school districts do use it um, by memory, it would bring a financial penalty uh, to the district. Um, we, our curriculum is uh, deeply using critical race theory, um, especially in social studies, but you'll find it uh, in English language arts and the other uh, disciplines. We made, uh, we were very intentional about creating 
uh, curriculum, infusing materials, um, and embedding critical race theory within our curriculum, as was stated by many uh, speakers today, it's because uh, students need to understand the truth of history, uh, understand uh, the history of this country, uh, to better understand who they are, uh, and about the injustices that have occurred in this country. Um, we have led an, uh, a process of 81 letters written to the legislature against uh, the proposed legislation uh, that was mainly uh, done by our teachers. Um, when critical race theory passed uh, the House, uh, the Democrats walked out uh, because they were not able to give public comment or comment opposing the legislation. Ridiculous, huh? And it's all a phony propaganda smearing the whites. Smearing the whites. America was founded on slavery and genocide. Give me a break. That Howard Zinn propaganda that you hear, you hear blacks calling in all the time saying, oh, slavery and genocide. You've heard me debate against that guy who is now a cozy streamer, by the way, who was banned on Twitch for pushing alleged Russian propaganda, Russian misinformation. But he was banned on Twitch. Haas. Infrared? Haas? He's now on Cozy. Nice. I'm happy about that. But he believes, he's a young guy, uh, atheist. I think he might have been raised Muslim. This guy Haas. Infrared. I debated him months back on Modern Day Debate about communism versus capitalism or something like that. Or is communism, communism on trial? And this guy was like a, supposedly a, pro-America, or at least patriot-friendly communist. And he is indeed atheist. I think he's Lebanese. Haas. I've met him. Nice guy. But he jumped... jumped on it when I said the Democrats today are much worse than the slave uh, masters of back before World War... I mean, before the War of Northern Aggression, the war between the states so-called civil war. And uh, he believed that fake propaganda, too. That Oh, American slavery was the worst form of slavery in the world ever. <laughs> Please. I doubt that. I know that there may have been some, uh, you know, when they, when they castrate these people. I'm not for that type of a thing, necessarily. Unless it's like in in for punishment of in punishment for a crime, I guess. If it's understood that that's what happens, you know, to an actual rapist, legitimate rape, forcible rape. Not talking about this stuff that everybody, you know, they're trying to call anybody a rapist nowadays. Ridiculous. But I know that there were some cruel things. It was cruel times. It was tough days. They had they lived tough lives. We live these cushy lives, judging the slavery. Owners, the slave owners, give me a break. I don't judge them. Yeah, I call it the so-called civil war because it was the war of northern aggression, the war between the states. The south wanted to secede, the north didn't want to respect that. And so they uh, fought them and killed 600,000 Americans to keep the country together. And I think that slavery was, uh, I hear, hear that slavery was on its way out anyway. 
But they want to push this stuff, oh, genocide on the Indians, on the Indians, American Indians. We've never, you've never met like a nicer, more welcoming people than the whites, right? Too nice, too welcoming. Including even the so-called conservative whites, honestly. Just treat the other people well. But it's seen as a weakness, and so they get pushed around for it. And that's what this evil guy, Nikolai Vitti, who's supposedly superintendent of Detroit Public Schools, and I saw this meme, this Nikolai Vitti, I saw this meme shared by the, uh, by the, on the Detroit thing. Courage is a habit. Courage habit. Tweeted this meme on Nikolai Vitti. Me, I call it a meme, but it's basically information. Detroit Public, case, public Schools Community District, and they give his, you know, public email and office phone number. Tenure, 2017 to present. Dis, uh, Detroit Public School Community something district has a 98%, 98% black student body. This guy doesn't look black. Doesn't even look or sound or have an American name, by the way. 98% black student body, that's high. According to this, I don't know if it's true, but I wouldn't think that he would give bad information. 12% math proficiency, 18% reading proficiency, but they're pushing the hatred of whites and the blame of whites, especially our the white four founding fathers who were better men than most of us. Certainly better men than any of these people pushing this stuff. And they're just smearing them. And they call it CRT. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a way of looking at what happened. Social studies, English, language arts, they're putting all that. They, they're inserting this anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-American, atheistic, Marxist, which is atheist, propaganda. And Florida even banned CRT in math books. 50, something like 53 out of 130-something books, or so books, math books, having that mess in there, having this uh, attack on the whites, brainwashing the kids, misguided, female-minded, including the males, sick people. Anyway, let me not get too carried away. We got some calls to get to. I have calls to get to. Um... Hang tight, callers. We are over the top of the hour. It's time for some music. Frog Eyes. Shall we listen to some Frog Eyes, guys? <laughs> you musical Philistines. This is track five. Song number five, if you want to call it a song. On uh, the album The Golden River. And that is not a dirty reference. Don't be, don't be like that, guys. And... It's a 2003 album, A Latex Ice Age. Hope you enjoy it. It's more like calm. It even has some female vocals, so there you have it. You're going to like it. Uh, Here is Frog Eyes, A Latex Ice Age, and I'll be right back for the rest of our two. Hang tight, guys. What's Streams and the creeks running down now. 
I hear deflating balloons right now. So good. Don't you love the drama? Was this recorded while he was being castrated? <laughs> That's messed up. Does it have Bruce Jenner vocals? Someone crushed his... Never mind, I shouldn't read that. This is slow motion drive-by music. <laughs> that gave me a visual. Thank you, a boy with no face. Shout out, man. I should get paid for this mess. Please, no music, Hake. It's terrible. Hake's music is terrible. The music where dreams go to die. Muted. I'm pressing charges for ear molestation. What is this sound? The guy having an aneurysm? <laughs> wow. Nails on a chalkboard. There was a funny... There was a funny statement that I saw, but I don't remember... Not feeling this song, says Mark97. Is this Leah Thomas singing? William, that's Will to you. 
Maybe I read it. Maybe it was funnier the first time I saw it. But anyway, thank you guys for the um, bearing with me through a <laughs> uh, hostile vibe. Uh, who's squeezing his... I can't finish that sentence, but funny, very funny. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Um, I really liked it. And I will get to your calls. Uh, let me read a super chat or two, guys. Because we need to uh, keep this going. Commander Kim, thank you, with a super chat, says, My husband has a term called chimping. <laughs> if owners are too nice to get pet to pet chimpanzees, and don't occasionally beat them, the chimp will think they're the boss and will attack, maim, and even kill their owners. Therefore, pets, children, whammon, and employees need occasional beatings for everyone's safety, says Commander Kim. Yeah, you can't be weak with people. That is so true. And, man, yeah. So he, Commander Kim's husband has a term called chimping, which happens when uh, you don't put the smack down. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, Commander Kim. Very informative. Uh, that, now that's a smart woman. Or a learned woman, which is, which is res- respectable, right? Taking care of businesses. Viti is Italian, northern Italian. So the guy running Detroit, this Detroit these Detroit schools is so-called white. Oh man. I know, but that's not Nikolai Viti. That's not an American white. I think it's from Venice area originally. It's just taking care of it. Send him back. He has to go back. Uh, and I don't care if he's not Moorish. He, he's black-hearted on the inside. He's talking about, oh, CRT. I almost want to play that clip again because I kind of tuned it out. Because I, I already heard what he said. But towards the end, he's like, oh, our students need to know the, what racism came, what, what racism came from or something like that. I don't know what he said. The racist history of our past. Or some dumb thing, right? I almost, don't make me play it again. <laughs> okay, uh. Phew. So bad. Command, Captain David with the super chat states, uh, the slavery narrative is so easy to be debunk. People, especially whites, just have to stop being weak. Yeah. And I will never apologize for slavery. And I will never be- get all melodramatic about how bad it was. Please! Oops, I spit. <laughs> Getting a little carried away. Shout out to King Drop. Like, he, <laughs> he catches me when I say, oops, I spit. Give me a break. You never had it so good. Except spiritually, you've never, perhaps, never had it so bad. <clears throat> spoiling is bad for the spirit. It leads, spoiling leads to chimping. <laughs> uh, Lin Yen Chin with the super chat says, Pizza funds, hug, laggy redacted, or lady redacted, good hair, and tell her pizza isn't the end of the world. Nice. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. Appreciate that. Appreciate the support. And Lin Yen Chin with another super chat. I hear that plantations in the Chantel slavery days, or chattel slavery days, were more efficient than slave plantations. The slaves could only pill 90% of the 
uh, product productivity, which is pretty good for a three-fifths, <laughs> meaning a black, right? But isn't optimal eyes of resources. Isn't optimal eyes of resources. I'm not sure. You know, there's maybe typos. Our slavery was just apprenticeship. Yeah, and they learned pretty good skills. They learned to work. And, um, you know, you ever heard JLP describe about wringing a chicken's neck or slaughtering a uh, boar or pig or something like that? Some uh, pretty cool skills. Or burying, you know, sweet potatoes or something like that, or potatoes underneath the hill thing. That's some cool stuff that you learn on, on the job. Apprenticeship. Respectable. The slaves had more dignity than maybe most people today. They didn't have the pornography so much, I, I bet. They didn't have the, uh, the complainer, victim mindset. They had their families together many times. Some cases they were sold off and separated, but that's no, no fault of their own. At least they still had their conscience and their souls together. Which is better than somebody choosing to leave or being like, I can't deal with this woman. I laid down with her and I made a baby with her, but I can't deal with this woman. <laughs> Which is understandable, but it's not good. You know? And I will, <laughs> Ryan ate you, I will never apologize for pineapple on pizza. Yeah, it's good. Not always, but, I mean, yes, it's good. Okay, let me get to Jeff in Louisiana. He's been on the line for some time now. Jeff in Louisiana, thanks for holding. What's up? Hey, man, I just want to comment on your first video this morning about the abortion thing. Yeah. Okay, my, my, my thing is, I, I'm pro-life and not for abortion, but... If a woman can decide at nine months or what is it, seven, some, some states are trying to pass the law to seven days after that the child, is, you know, their, their hopes and dreams depend on this, they will kill a child, that's fine. Why can't, okay, if you ever want to debate that, why can a man say, well, you know, I don't pay child support, and that, that screws in my, my, my hopes and plans. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I want to debate. Why can a man say that if a woman can say that? I know. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's just screwed up. It's just like, you know. It is so backwards. It's, it's kissing up to women. It's special treatment for the females to, man, let man. Them, to let them kill the baby. And if they keep the baby, to uh, keep the baby away from the man and force him to pay, cough up a bunch of money. Yeah, and she doesn't even use the money on what the, the on the baby. For, for she uses it for her acrylic for nails for her 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 way of living. Yeah, that's you a, know it's it's like it's like there's there's all these trying to pass in New York. They just trying to pass it all in New York. Actually, where are the actually slow down for me, yeah. Jeff? I didn't understand what you just said. You said something, 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 New York. Okay, well, well, New York is a different one, but there's a law on the books. Well, a law. If seven days after a baby is born, if you starve to death, it's considered abortion. I yeah, I have heard that. I don't know what the specifics are. I haven't looked into them, but you know, well, abortion is wrong no matter what. Especially if you malnourish a baby after seven days is born, it's abortion. 
but they're trying to, what I was saying about New York is, they're trying to pass it on New York world, where after 10 months, if you don't want the baby, you kill it. Oh, really? That's what that guy yeah. said. He he was for that. I, yeah, man. It's just, it's it's just, it's just asinine. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a lot for me, but man, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I got plenty to talk about, but I ain't gonna hold you up today because I know it's getting in the hour, but. Man, well, no problem, Jeff. Appreciate hearing from you. It's good to hear from you. Have a good one, man. All right. Bye. Take care. Whew. Let me get to Josh in New Jersey. Josh in New Jersey, how are you? Hey, James. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you great. Thank you. Awesome. And it, it, it's John. John, J-O-H-N? Yes, sir. Cool. Thanks, man. All good. I, I got a question for you. So what does it look like when a man loves God more than he loves his wife or girlfriend or, or, or what have you? What does that look like? Man, that looks like... I imagine that that looks like peace on earth. And I think that we've maybe, <laughs> that is like heaven, because that, that's perfect. And yeah. I think that I've seen some men who are coming along in that way, um, who have like come to men's forums and uh, come to church and stuff like that. I think I've seen examples of, of men who are, are, if they're not doing that, they're, on, they're like on the path, right? And that's yeah. that is the way to be. I totally salute that. I love that. Yeah. Well, my question specifically is practically. Okay, practically, what, what does it look what like? What does it look like? Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's heaven. That's perfect. Um, in in your opinion, in your opinion, if you can okay. think of it, it's a tough question to answer. So I, I, yeah. I get it if you don't have an answer. It's kind of like a spirit thing, a spiritual thing. Like in the man's, the man doesn't have this, this impulse or does not heed any impulse it gets he gets separated from this impulse to be all pleasing to the woman to like chase after the woman to be devastated if the woman doesn't uh stay with him or whatever you know the woman can like be very so-called loving and respectful or can be just totally disrespectful and and evil you know how women are fickle right if he's not yeah, swayed, he, he's not swayed by that, you know, uh, yeah. he lets her do her hell and he's not affected by it. He just, uh, stays right and stays calm. I mean, he'll, he'll deal with her right and isn't afraid of losing her or whatever. Um, one of the yeah. things Jesse's has said was a man should never, ever try to please a woman or hold on to her. So he's not trying to hold on to her. And... Yeah. He doesn't he he doesn't follow yeah. that impulse to make her God because that's basically what the world tries to make you do or Satan tries to make you do make her into God, which is so wrong, you know, and yeah. it makes it turns her away from you really makes her hate you even more and she'll start chimping because <laughs> uh, you have to spiritually put this smack down. So that's so funny. <laughs> that was that's such an amazing answer, man. Because guess you'll say that all the time, right? Stay close to your and phone. I you're mean you're coming a, in a little quiet. Okay, better. Sorry, that's is, better. Is that Good. Better? Yeah, that's such an amazing answer you just gave. Because I've been meaning to call into Jesse's show to ask him that because that's something that um, I didn't. I just didn't get. It's taken me about a year 
to really understand that for for myself, not just intellectually, but to actually see it. Yeah. And um, I think it's good that listeners of your show also consider that, um, just because you hear Jesse say all the time to love God more than, than anyone else, anything else. And then I know that other people can relate to this. When when I hear him say that, in the past I would think, oh, do I love God more than anything else? And then I, so then the next thought becomes, what does that look like? And then you, you kind of feel this, this emotion inside of you as if, okay, it would look like this emotion. But, and then you got to catch yourself because obviously, you know, if, if you listen to you or Jesse long enough, you know, you, you know, that's not real love. Yeah. So that's pretty much where that question came from. And, um, I think it's a good question for your listener. All, all I want to say, and, and, and that'll be done because I figured you had other calls. Yeah, no problem. But it's an important question for everybody listening to this show to ponder. Since you talk more about the physical things going on with society, right? Be- between the, the races, the news story, and stuff like that, and we all have to realize for ourselves that because I I fell into this for so many years, we can judge liberals, we can judge um, yeah. homosexuals, these people that we that we disagree with intellectually because yeah. what they do or what they say we don't think is right, but if we're having sex at a wedlock, or if we're we're still if the woman's still our god as men, but we keep going on about oh, oh the, the liberals are doing this and, and 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 blah 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 and these Republican conservative talking points, we're really no better, right? If, if you think about it, because yep. privately it's like well, well we intellectually disagree and we think we're virtuous, but really at the end of the day it's like sin is sin, vice is vice. If I'm having sex at a wedlock, I'm no better than the homosexual doing their homosexual stuff or than the liberal pushing for affirmative action. Right. And so you, you can never judge. But it's like, at the end of the day, it just, I don't know if, if I could say this on the radio, but it just becomes mental masturbation. Yeah. And so it so we can't get too caught up with the all the, all the political stuff if we haven't really truly overcome our fallen state. And and that that's all I want to say. Hopefully, maybe just one person will, will consider that. I got caught up in that right. for a while. Just just, it's just good. being so it's... critical of the, of the libs and all that. But yeah. I, I was living wrong, right? Very true. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's good to still, even if you are stuck in your mess, to still like fight evil. But, um, but yeah, you're right. Don't get all puffed up on it. Like, like I said, knowledge is poison. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds Completely. up. Completely. Yeah. Exactly. Nice, man. Appreciate it. Exactly. Great call. Exactly. Thank you. Great job talking. You guys talking with Shiloh yesterday. Oh that yeah. Was a fantastic call. It cool. Was so not that was that was such a funny conversation, man. I was podcasting that this morning. Nice. And I was just laughing out loud. You guys really did, did a great job being playful, but like serious with him and not taking it personally. Because he, he did say some stuff that that he, he he was a little too trapped in his head. I I thought that he did a great job with, with his question. So if he's listening, great job, man. Right on. Uh, really good job. Also, just wanted to know if you guys think that there's a potential for a men's conference this summer or not. I don't know. I uh, we okay. we shall see. Hoping for it, okay. but we're we're hoping to move as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we just don't know what's going on. What it what it is. So amazing. Yeah. Hey, great answer. 
Thank you for taking my call, and have a great weekend. You too, John. Take care. That's cool. <laughs> Brandon M. says, I'm glad Hake can decipher mumbles. That's the prior caller, Jeff from Louisiana, whose nickname, he's, according to him, is Mumbles. Yeah, uh, it's, it was, it's funny. I, I thought of something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Let me get to Greg, a first-time caller in Texas. Greg, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? I'm all right. Can you hear me good? I can hear you fine, yeah. All right. Yeah, man, I want to I want to ask you a question, man. I, I don't know what's going on in, like, California. First, thanks for taking my call. You know, show some respect to y'all. I like you and Jesse. Y'all great. Listen, what do you, what do you, what do you, do you, I don't know what's going on in California, but um, do you see, like, a rise in women barbers cutting men's hair? <laughs> I don't go to the barber shop. I cut my own hair, so I've, I have not <laughs> noticed that. I don't no, go to the barber shop. I, I, I got, <laughs> oh, okay, because, like, I grew up going to the barber shop. Yeah. And, you know, it was always men cutting men's hair. But, yes. like, I think, like, in the past, like, couple of years now, I'm starting to notice a rise in women. For for white men, um, a lot of white liberal women are cutting men's hair. And then in the <laughs> black barbershops yeah. are, um, like, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, this might sound crazy, but, like, in the past, like, there's no way that I would let a gay man cut my hair. You know what I mean? It was just something off about that. That's right. how it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there are a bunch of big, big black women, they cutting hair. So I was, like, I was just noticing that. You know, I was like, wow, like, even in the white population, like, I've seen it in the black and black communities. Well, I started seeing it in white communities, and they got red and pink hair, and a lot of homos say they're cutting men's hair. Yeah. And I'm like, that was kind of different because, you know, that was where we went to be men, you know? So, right. That's, yeah, so I, I was wondering if you have you have you or Jesse experienced that? Uh, as far as Jesse goes, I I he's like sometimes his I know his barber's a dude, so I don't yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I haven't seen I haven't noticed that at least not in California, but I haven't again I haven't I don't really go to the barber shop, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, have you s- noticed women barbers at barber shops at all, Chris? Uh, I don't really go to a a barber shop. That's for sure. Look uh, at him. Yeah. Put him on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, my my personal experience, uh, I, w- I will say this, and, you know, I'm not trying to be a <laughs> contrarian or anything like that. One of the best barbers I had was an old Asian woman. <laughs> okay. In Koreatown. Uh, <laughs> and again, call me a libertine. Or a cosmopolitan. Yeah. Uh, the woman that has been cutting my hair over the past several years now is a, is a not an old Asian woman, but is an Asian woman. Uh, again, oh. this is just maybe it's TMI, <laughs> but she was anecdotal. Just, she was just a friend of mine. She worked at a really fancy salon in a fancy part of town. And yeah. <laughs> again, I'm just calm. That's the most cosmopolitan <laughs> thing about me is the haircut thing. So I, I'm a bad example. Is she going to have a place in the ethno state? <laughs> uh, no, certainly not. <laughs> she will get deported and you'll have to learn it. <laughs> yeah, let, let's not go crazy. <laughs> but that's just how it is. She cuts my hair. She's Asian. Yeah. 
Right. Wow. Well, um, I, I did. I did something a little different. I wanted to. Uh, I just wanted. You know. You know. The Bible says test the spirits, and I wanted to test this one place because I, ne- I never had a woman cut my hair, and I just wanted to see what it's like. And um, <laughs> it just happened to be a white girl. And uh, so you know, like, like back in the day, like you could talk about everything. Everything was on the table to talk about, and I, I just, I just wanted to see what she thought about immigration in America. You know, yeah. I'm a black man. You know, I just want to talk about immigration in America. <laughs> she, she got so angry at me, right? And wow. she was like, she said, she said, you know, what? And, and if you think about it, we're all immigrants. I said, no, I'm not an immigrant. I was born in America. Yeah. She said, but really, you're an immigrant. I said, no, I'm an American. I'm a black American, but I'm an American. And um, I, I took it. I was testy with it, but, you know, because she could have messed up my hair. Right. She could have cut your throat. <laughs> she could have messed up my hair. <laughs> But it was okay. I just wanted to see what it was like, and um, in that place where they was cutting all these um these guys' hair, it was like there was no real talk. Like when we talked amongst men together in the barbershop, like I was always. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? You know, BSing used to stand for barbershop, bogus speech or barbershop, barbershop talk. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. So. Yeah, it's just shooting the breeze, if you will. Yeah, shooting the breeze. Yeah, amongst men, you know. Yep. And even and even like cause even when the women showed up, you know, like women when they showed up to the barbershop, sometimes they engaged in the conversation. But I remember a lot of females they used to love watching us, you know, and they would chime in sometimes. But they used to love watching us talk, you know. Right. And so it looked like there's a re- another reverse that I guess, you know, that's that's taking part in our, our new generation that we're, uh, you know, being accustomed to, I guess. Yeah, very true. You know, so. Great points, but, man. Uh, I, hadn't con- I hadn't really considered that, but that's it's kind of like the town square, the public square, if you will. Right. And now it's right. being invaded. There's no... It's being <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Women taking over everything. Wow, what a shame. They're taking over everything. I want to say one more thing before I hang up, because I'm about, to, I'm about to go catch this movie real quick. This is about the um, the black Israelites. I, like, I didn't know what they wanted until I looked them up. Yeah, I think that idea came about around 1989 or something like that about Israelites. Um, I don't think they recognize how much white liberals actually love them, because as long as they keep talking about white supremacy, black um, uh, white supremacy and black inferiority and the white man and black men, I think they don't understand how much liberals love them because it keeps black people dumb and ignorant. Oh, yeah. Interesting point, man. I mean, they're just, yeah, they, just ad- they just adopt these crazy ideas. They are called, sometimes the Israelites are called hate groups by yeah. other hate-filled people who hate whites, you know, like the SPLC and all them, because they uh-huh. are like so-called black supremacists. But, I mean, everybody's... Yeah, black supremacy. But, honestly, like, people just swallow lies, and they're deluded, and they... Th- and yet, these Israelites, so often, they'll have, like, mo- a moral... Moral right. values that they tout, but they still yeah. hate... They hate whites, or they... Or they, they hate, take on right. an identity that's not real, and uh, right. it's misguided. Interesting point, right. man. As- that is, and as long as they keep spewing their rhetoric, because again, I listen to some of them because I think they believe in the family, right. you know, and they do call out a lot of white liberals. But I was also thinking in this, in this, in this context. Let's say if there was a Hake, Hake, right, there was a debate between Hake, the um, the black preacher, the white liberal, 
and Israelite, right? The white liberal were, were most likely side with the um, the black Pentecostal and the, and the Israelite, and then try to turn everything on you because you're saying that racism doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, and then you're so. I look at it in that framework too. They 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 love the black Israelites more than what we think is it keeps black people looking for some type of identity when instead of being individuals. Yep. Very true, man. So interesting but, point. Uh, good to hear from you, Greg. Appreciate your yeah, call. Yeah, good to hear from you too, man. Uh, I usually I usually get at you on the um what's that called Telegram. Y'all you trying to talk to you on the Telegram and all oh, that. Oh nice. So I'm always following you and Jesse and um y'all guys are doing a great job, man. Um I love the both of you guys. I'm so appreciative of y'all and um you know being aware of what's going on in your head is interesting because you sit there <laughs> like where all these thoughts come from, you know. But anyway, so thank y'all for what y'all do. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Great call. Take care. Call me again. Hey man, you have a good day. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Taking care of businesses. Chris only has her cut his hair for the sushi and egg rolls. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he does that. I'm not sure if he's into sushi or egg rolls. But he is cosmopolitan. He said it himself. Although that's the only cosmopolitan thing about him, though. Other than that, nationalist. <laughs> uh, uh, Lin Yen Chin with the super chat here. Ask skateboard white Chris if I can visit the ethno state in the unveiling ceremony for his line of giant robots. Also, nation is nation because of consolidation of the ethne, aka race, which is the nation is identified by, i.e., Ch- Chinese, Russians, French. Uh, so, Chris, can he visit the ethno state in the unveiling ceremony for your line of giant robots? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for special events and vacations, things like that, uh, we will. They're they're allowed. We uh, will grant we will grant a uh, vacation visa for them. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be very costly, but they are allowed. All right. Yeah, Big Bump asks the same thing. Speaking of, ask Chris, do I have residency? Well, he's asking for a lot in the <laughs> ethno state. <laughs> big Bump. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Big Bump. Big, uh, Big Bump can come. Okay, That's nice. <laughs> it's a short list, but Big Bump is on it for sure. Yeah, we don't want to get carried away. <laughs> okay, um, John WX25 says, So America is divided into two countries, BLM and illegals on one side, and Americans that don't want to live with them. Which side do you think Libscum White would choose? How about Tony, Jeremiah, and Mays would choose? I think everybody would want to come to the white side, is my guess, including the, the crazy people. That's my guess. I could be wrong, though. Man. Okay. Let me get to Marlo in California. Marlo is on the line again. Marlo in California, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. What's up? Um... Yeah, I just wanted. To, I was. I saw your show yesterday too, so I wanted to say thanks, to Alexander. Cause I wanted to take his spot um, for giving it up. I'm not a POC, but I'm POW, prisoner of war. <laughs> but p- I actually wanted to. Why did? Why are you thanking Alexander? I didn't. I didn't catch what you said. Because he gave up his spot on the show. Oh, he gave up a spot on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I asked him not to call for a month. 
And he, and he accepted that challenge. So, okay, yeah, thank you, Alexander. And you're welcome, Marlo, on Alexander's behalf. And you said you're not yeah, a POC, I'm, you're a POW, prisoner of war, instead yeah. of person of so-called color? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by that, a prisoner of war? No, this is a joke. Oh, okay. It's a cool joke. <laughs> it's clever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, I just think they're, I just think the left is funny. Like, who even thinks of POC? Like, you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> they should be talking about the POWs, actually, instead of the POCs. I know. Fine for them. Yeah. Now that I think about it. But, um, yeah, I just actually gained that. I just wanted to talk about all the, like, euphemism. You know, maybe now that I think about it, POC is probably a euphemism for immigrants, illegal immigrants. Kind of. It's a um, euphemism for anti-white, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have actually that perspective, so I do enjoy your show with that. Nice. I'm not white. You're not white, but you uh, you are not anti-white either. No, and I do see definitely see your perspective. And no one like shows in the, in the thing. Like no one knows there is kind of a this anti-white right um, sentiment. You know, even though it's staring them in the face. Exactly. No, yep. literally. Yeah, that's yeah. But so that's why I want to talk about euphemisms. Um, actually, no one talks about how we're talking about like uh, I don't say abortion. I say induced miscarriage. So I think like the okay. game is Scrabble, basically, you know, and yeah. like no one's playing Scrabble except for the left. They actually invented Scrabble, probably. Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so annoying. Um, Scrabble. It's like words. Basically, a word game, which is Scrabble. It but, totally um, is. They they cha- They soften the language. They call it reproductive health care, and uh, yeah, all kinds of lies. Yeah, so another euphemism, so everyone knows what a miscarriage is. Everyone knows, like, the pain women go through a miscarriage. Abortion is just induced miscarriage. Like, that's so easy. Boom. Uh, argument over. Like, I don't get it. Okay. And then also, no, and then also, I realized how, like, the government has literally been BLM, like, BLM since day one. Like, why don't we talk about how Harriet Tubman is basically a coyote? Like, is, <laughs> is she not? Yeah. Like, is she not a coyote? Like, what? Like, right. smuggling people? Like, what is that? And now that's moved to the southern border, to Mexico. And they're trying to put so her Harriet on the $20 Tubman, bill, aren't they? Didn't they try to put yeah, Harriet Tubman on the $20 put bill? Yeah, a coyote, a criminal, on the $20 bill. You're 100% right. Wow. I didn't even know that. You are a yeah, smart woman. Not, yeah. <laughs> or do not tell me that. I'm trying to let my ego die. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I just can't thank you. I appreciate that. Someone told me, just learn how to say thank you. And I said, okay, that's good advice. Nice. A, a man told me that. Um, but, yeah, so, and then my real question was at, to tell you, actually, um, I think that's all the euphemism I got. I don't know. But one thing I did want to ask you is, like, I am a proud non-trans woman. So, as a proud non-trans woman, I don't know if I should, like, just lead by example, like, be quiet, just, you know, do what's right. Like, I don't know what to do, so I've just been doing nothing. Okay. But I see, like, the n- number one most endangered species on the planet, which is the human race, like, is dying right in front of me. So I'm like, do I, like, you, do I, as a woman, speak out, or as a non-trans woman, freak out against women's rights, a.k.a. reproductive health care? Right. Or do I just do nothing? Because what you said was so right, how, like, no one takes these women seriously. Like, they, yeah. like, like me, I have squeaky voice. Asthma dwarf in the chat doesn't take me seriously. <laughs> um, no, he doesn't even take his, he should probably actually take his own advice, by the way. 
Anyway, what advice I don't know how to give a super chat to um, learn to not think for himself. <laughs> okay. I don't remember what yeah, he said. Yeah, I don't said. know. I need to learn how to do a, to leave a super chat because I don't know how to do that. Okay. But, yeah, but yeah. So anyways. that's that's step one. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. But, okay. Oh, that's step one. Okay, nice. Yeah, I don't know how to use technology. <laughs> I guess is that step one? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know because no one's going to take me seriously because I also have a squeaky voice, no authority. Right. And I'm just like, why does, like, you know? Yeah, I think so it that's is, just I my... think it is good to be quiet. It is good to... Um, I mean, every now and then, there's a time to say something, but don't get carried away with it. Bless you. Salud. Okay. Like those women that are... It, I think it was Brandon, and- I think it might have been Brandon M. who had advice for you, not Asmodor. Okay, well, and, I know Asmodor... Do you remember like what, the, what was said? Because you call, I don't even remember what date you specifically called in. And, uh, oh, so it was t- last Friday. Last week, but yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's actually good. Like those women that are speaking out at the school meetings. Like, do you think they should just like find like a guy to help them lead and like speak out for them? Not for them, but like you know, like why are they like why do they want to be the face of it? Like, can't they find it? Like, you know how they um another criminal um what's her name? I don't even know her name. The girl that said I'm not going to stand on the back of the bus, where everyone knows the back of the bus is the best seat. Um. But right. What's her name? I forgot her name, but whatever. She is um, also a criminal. And then I remember hearing from Jesse on the JLP show that they actually um, found a woman, but then she got knocked up. So, like, okay, we can't have her be the face of it. So they found right. another woman to be the face of it. Yep. So, like, why don't these women find a guy to be the face of it, you know? And also men, a lot of men are in um, support of abortion. Like, they want the woman to get abort- like to get an abortion. Yeah, in some cases that well, is true. Oftentimes they don't want the woman to do it. Um, <laughs> I found it, Brandon M. He's like reiterating. Uh, oftentimes well, the men don't want the woman to, but sometimes the men, the males, sorry, do want. Yeah, you you maligned Asmador. Okay, so Brandon M. said, <laughs> says I called her a paint huffing ditz who watched too many Robert Seffer videos. I don't even know who that is, but thank you. Now I'm gonna look him up. Oh no! Knowledge is poison, <laughs> lady. Knowledge is poison. And I, I like your shirt. I like your shirt. I need to get that. <laughs> yeah, that's step two. Step step okay. one: learn how to super chat. Sepper, thank you. Okay. Sepper videos. S e p e h r or something like that. Folklore videos. Robert Sepper folklore. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be tipping this to to you. Don't be seeking after that stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's an okay. Yeah, I don't want to make too much of your time. Because I know the show's almost over. So yeah. Get someone else, but well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for the call. And I wish you well, Marlo. Take care. Step one, women not correct men. Step two, chimping is needed to correct women, says Commander Kim. Or putting the chimp down. <laughs> uh, Robert Sepper lives in L.A. or Louisiana? Is he a Mumbles guy or is he a Los Angeles guy? <laughs> in a... Uh, I guess a lot of Louisiana people talk with a mumbling thing, is what I hear. Los Angeles. Okay. Um, Quick super chat from uh, your girlfriend. Says, to be fair, salons and barbershops are different. Makes sense that a woman would excel in a salon environment. I do see a lot of manly lesbians in barbershops. To the caller's credit, to to his point. Wow. 
man, it's awful. Before I get back to the calls, Joe in Portland wants to talk about the women invading the men's spaces. I briefly want to touch on this uh, land, federal land grabs. The far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, reports, Oh, what is this? What did I see? Twelve percent. Twelve percent. That's the percentage of U.S. land that is permanently, quote-unquote, protected. Yeah, right. National and state parks, wilderness areas. It's not just federal land grabs. It's state land grabs, too. Wildlife refugee, refuges, etc. These far-left ladies say, ideally, we'd get that number up. 12% is not enough for these gra- land grabblers. I got that word from Owen Benjamin. Uh, Walmart's already on it. Back in 2005, Walmart, far-left enemies of America, Walmart. Did you know that? They, that's, it's true. Commie capitalists. Subverted. They teamed up with National Fish and Wildlife Foundation to create Acres for America, a public-private partnership that aims to preserve, conserve critical habitats for plants and wildlife, create more opportunities for people to enjoy the outdoors. So far, protected more than 1.6 million acres of land across the United States, so-called protected, and it takes multiple teams to make that happen, and so they're promoting that stuff and talking about three incredible women who have dedicated their careers to sustainability and conservation. Please. I remember the Bundy Ranchers, and I don't know much about those Bundy Rancher guys. I watched a little bit of them. Uh, Clive and Bundy seemed like a decent guy. Ammon Bundy, maybe two, I'm not sure. And some of those other guys. Lavoie Finnicum, who got himself killed by the feds or by Port- Oregon State Police, I'm not sure. I think it was the feds. Over in Oregon at the uh, Oregon Preserve and down in the Nevada ranch. Harry Reid, the Democrat with the black eye from uh, suspicious circumstances, or maybe he fell on his, uh, on his treadmill. I don't know. But Harry Reid, the weird Democrat guy, sleazy guy making deals with China, selling off our land. And the federal government and state government, BLM, Bureau of Land Management, not to be confused with Black Lives Matter, but also evil. Bureau of Land Management, trying to take up the land. And it turns out the privately run land is better run and better for the birds and things than the publicly run land. Because those people who have their jobs, they stay paid anyway. What a mess. They want to take up more and more of the land. In my opinion, this is not a good idea. I don't know the situation, but I tend to trust like the local landowners, the people over there, over the government. Maybe there is occasionally the government will, might have a good idea or a point, but come on. I wanted to get that out there. Maybe some of you guys know and can enlighten us further on that stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, before I get to uh, Joe in Portland, let me just talk. I do have this systematic racism debate or systemic racism debate coming up. Show this, uh, show this screenshot and then zoom in cl- towards this uh, chat because it's funny. Uh, is systematic racism real? Debate. 
April 22nd, 4 p.m. Pacific. But catch Nick's stream, guys. Uh, Hake versus Hunter Avalone. And there's, this will go up on audio podcast, and you can catch it later, too. And this is so typical. I'm looking at the chat. Two white guys discussing if there is system- systematic racism. Oh, the irony, says this guy named who calls himself Bored Alchemist. Oh, the irony. Two white guys discussing if there is... Because they pre- the pretense is that blacks are the victims. Give me a break. Some guy said it should have been an actual justice warrior against Hunter. Whatever, Mr. W. Uh, and then uh, lots of stuff. A person named Lots of Stuff says, The promo image makes me instantly think, but that's two white guys debating about systematic, systemic racism. I mean, anyone can have a say about whatever they like, but let's be honest, this is a bad look. And I said, it's not there, but I said, honestly, white men are often more clear-minded on these issues. What'd I say? They don't have that baggage of victim brainwashing that the blacks have. From, from childhood, generations of that dumb brainwashing. No, blacks don't know what they're talking about with racism stuff. Unless they've overcome it, like JLP. Unless they've overcome their issues, their false judgment, their projection. And whites, too, got to overcome it, because clearly if Hunter thinks that racism is real, he himself is a sucker. We shall see, right? By the way, Name Them says... They do not want private land ownership, nor do they want self-reliant citizens. Yeah! Yeah! See? Land grabs. <laughs> Hake is getting a thumbs down for calling Sepper folklore. I was just reading what somebody said. I was reading what Brandon M. said. And he is an, a historian. He is a resident historian. So I trust him. I, I'll take that thumbs down. Uh, Let me get to Joe in Portland, Oregon. PDX. Joe in Portland, thank you for calling. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Going well, thank you. Good to hear. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to comment on uh, the caller who was talking about barbershops, women barbers. I agree with him. I think, I mean, in general, I agree with him that women are trying to invade, and they are invading men's, traditional men's spaces, and it's not right, and we shouldn't let it happen. And yep. uh, I don't go to a, I cut my own hair, too, and, uh, but when I used to go to a barber, I used to go to this place that was, they had several barbers working, and I noticed that a woman showed up to be a barber, and I didn't like that, you know, men's spaces yeah. need to be left alone. It's important for men to just be able to talk amongst themselves and without women there, you know. And when men get together, it's like we can say whatever we want and use whatever kind of language we want and uh, be rude and crude and all that. And if women are there, then that changes the dynamic. It changes everything. That's not good. We yeah. shouldn't allow women to uh, invade I agree, man. You know, I remember JLP protested, went to maybe some other state, and protested against this evil woman, this well-known feminist or old-school feminist woman, 
who was protesting mm-hmm. against like the country clubs, these private clubs, yeah. the men, you know, men only clubs. Yep. Yep. And he was like, "Get out of here, woman." So yeah, yeah, Good. crazy. Yeah, I remember over the years, you know, since I was a kid, hearing about that these feminists wanting to uh, make these men's clubs yep. allow uh, women in, and that's just that's just not right. That is, you know, the more women get in power, the more the more stuff like this is happening. Yeah, and uh, it, it's not good. Definitely not good. It's part of the downfall of our great country. Yeah, once great country. Yeah, seriously, yeah. man. I appreciate it, Joe. Yep. No sure. explanation needed. Man says men only. Yeah. It's men only. <laughs> End of discussion, says Chris. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the women have their spaces. I know. Women have their little clubs and their salons and their this and their that. Nope. Men aren't complaining about that. We, you know, there's no yeah. saying we want to be allowed. Although we don't like these women getting together because women getting together is kind of a bad idea. Because then they talk and gossip well, and come up with bad ideas sometimes. Uh, so I maybe mean, we should. If they're, you know, meddling. If, if, if it's busybodies. Talking about, yeah, busybodies. But if, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's how women are. But, you know, if they're talking but about. But we got to put, we got to, we got to chimp them down. <laughs> We got a what? <laughs> I I read a super chat. Let me read the let me reread this super chat. It's an informative super chat from a woman named Commander Kim, whose husband apparently allows her to watch the Hake report. She says, My husband has the term chimping. If owners are too nice to pet chimpanzees and don't occasionally beat them, the chimp will think they're the boss and will attack, maim, and even kill their owners. Therefore, pets, children, women, employees need to be need occasional beatings, metaphorically speaking, perhaps. Or, uh, whatever. For everyone's safety. So, you gotta chimp them down. You can't just say, oh, that's how chimp women are. Because it's not no- natural well, for women to be allowed to just gossip. You gotta, you gotta put the smack down. Well, I mean, I think women should be, if, as long as they're talking about what women should be talking about, then it's okay. Yeah, uh, right. You know, if they're talking about trading recipes and how to please their man, how to clean the house. Stuff like that. Take yeah, care of the children. That's all good and fine, right? You know, and and women, women have their and men don't want to be in those spaces. Yeah, some stuff. You know? You're right. Like midwives, a, a midwife should deliver the baby, and uh, the man doesn't have to be there. Yeah, and and, uh, and she exactly. can tell her to breathe. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been that way forever. Women get together, men get together with themselves, and uh, but these. These feminists, mostly lesbians, they're trying to change all that. Yeah, you know, it's not just—it's wrong. It's just really sad. Well, have a good weekend, Joe. Appreciate hearing from you. Call me again. All right, brother. You take it easy. You as well, guys. Uh, I put some screenshots in the folder. It's—did you hear? It's Earth Day, cringe. And I—I I open up Google, right? Not that I use Google. I'm not saying that I do, because you're supposed to use other things. Uh, start page on the Brave browser, maybe, or something. And this thing is pushing this fake idea. Oh, gosh, the polar ice caps are melting, I guess, is this is what it's supposed to be. 12, 2000, or December 2000, and it's full of uh, ice, right? It's like a satellite image, of, I guess, of some portion of land. 
covered in ice, and then 12, 20, 20, just 20 years later, the ice is gone. Oh, global warming confirmed. And then, like, they also have, see how Google Earth is helping address the impacts of climate change. And I commented about how these women are such suckers. The skim says it's Earth Day as nature is hurting. And the evil UN claimed the Earth isn't, the world isn't doing enough to limit global warming. Cyclones in Southern Africa, floods in South Africa, killed 440 or more. 57 million people across Asia suffered climate disasters in 2021. Debris from U.S. hurricanes, wildfires, and etc. Health risks to local communities. More than 4 in 10 quote-unquote Americans live in counties impacted by climate disasters is the word they use this year. Dumb. Nature's fine. Sleepy Joe Biden, green is the new red. He's the green, right? Commie. Sleepy Joe pledged to cut greenhouse gas emissions by, in half by 2030. I mentioned in Hake News multiple times that he wants like half of new cars sold to be electric vehicles. And we get those, like the material for the electric, mostly from China, which restricts trade based on politics. The U.S. has officially rejoined the Paris Climate Accord deal. You know what Obama got us into? Trump got us out of, thankfully. But Sleepy Joe, who is Obama, basically puppet, I think, or the administration, same administration, reaffirming his promise to limit global warming. Paris, COP20, which is a globalist thing. India and China weakened their pledges because they don't care to phase out coal use. More than 100 leaders agreed to address deforestation and slash methane emissions by at least 30% in the next decade. Low-income families are at the greatest risk from natural disasters. Scientists claim it's now or never. We have until 2030 or the impacts could be irreversible. Where's, uh, where's that autistic girl? Never mind, don't ask. Uh, so we have to phase out coal, cut methane emissions, which allegedly warms the planet 80 times more than uh, CO2. Uh, so they want to limit the CO2, but they also want to limit methane. Planting more trees, which removes extra carbon in the air. They want people to travel greener, eat vegetables, not meat. Shop sustainably, reduce, reuse, reduce, reuse, recycle. And by force, right? Because some of this stuff, yeah, it's fine to do. It's maybe better for your health in some stuff, or some cases, or you don't just acute, whatever. But these cringy women say the timer on climate change is about to ring if world leaders don't get it together. The effects of climate change will be irreversible. We only have one planet. And it's top of mind for the midterm elections. Dumb, commie, atheistic, uh, female-minded liberal males are all, uh, all worried about climate change. And they want it to impact their vote, the vote, right? So dumb, so lame. I'm shaking my head. By the way, speaking of that propaganda, and they're brainwashing the kids with this stuff, too. And last minute here, speaking of brainwashing the kids, and maybe I only have 15 seconds. Let me show this. I forgot to mention this Glendale LGBTQ schools propaganda. Glendale schools propaganda. I said this sheet, LGBTQ plus support group, high and middle school students. Middle school is like kids, children. Student wellness services, director Dr. Eileen Magran. Join us and your LGBTQ plus peers. Discuss topics relevant to the LGBTQ plus community. This is sanctioned by the school. Address, access a safe space. Safe space. Receive support. 
Share your experience. And it's pushed by the Glendale School. Anti-Christian. GUSD.net, Glendale Unified School District, .net slash LGBTQ support. So evil, huh? So wrong. Anyway, guys, we are at the end of the show. Catch The Fallen State in an hour or so, right? In an hour? TheFallenState.tv. Catch Nick's stream, 4 p.m. Pacific time today. Catch, moder- catch Hake on Modern Day Debate. Uh, is systemic racism real versus Hunter Avalone? All the stuff that indicates blacks' disproportionate suffering, it's their own fault, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, guys, thanks and take care.